let me tell you about Manscaped. Yes, Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle. This is the performance package. You join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. With this exclusive offer, you're going to get 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code back at manscaped.com. This performance package has it all. You get the lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. You get the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. You get the cop preserver or a crop preserver deodorant for, you know, the air down there. And you get the crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, a travel bag, all the stuff you need. Manscaped has revolutionized the field of self-care for men. Their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. You don't want those. Uh, that's bad. They also have the advanced skin-safe technology and waterproof. Uh, it's waterproof, and it includes the LED spotlight. All the stuff you need. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code back at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. The code is back. The ladies love it. The fellas live by it, and you won't regret it. Manscaped.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, what is going on with our banks and investment? Up in Canada, the Scotia Bank has now apologized to those that had frustration and inconvenience because they froze the bank accounts if you were connected to the Freedom Convoy. Please accept our sincere apologies for the frustration and inconvenience this situation may have caused. And thank you for your patience while we prepared our response. This is a letter that has just gone out. Um, they're apologizing now for, did they want to do that? Did they volunteer or were they forced to do that? Our money is being manipulated and used against us quite a charge to make but daniel cameron uh the kentucky attorney general can go into esg and stakeholder capitalism and how they're using our money to do things you didn't vote for and it's actually costing you 60 seconds we'll talk to him let's say you wanted a child to build a kitchen table Okay, I mean, assuming you know what you're doing, the first thing you would have to do is gather the proper tools so they could do the job right. Uh, then you'd have to teach them, right? Okay, there's a book from the Tuttle Twins that I want you to have for free. Uh, they're giving it away while supplies last. All you pay for is shipping called the Tuttle Twins and their amazing show business. It doesn't teach your kids how to make a table. It teaches your kids how to do business. 
what it takes to have uh, a business, to create your own business, to follow your own path. What tools do you need? It is a great way to illustrate for your kids or your grandkids the fundamentals about the American way. You and your kids need to read this book. It's Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business. You'll get it for free. Just pay for shipping at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's just the cost of shipping for Tuttle Twins and their spectacular show business at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Daniel Cameron is joining us now. He's the Kentucky Attorney General, the 51st Attorney General for the Commonwealth of Kentucky. He's the first African-American independently elected to statewide office in Kentucky's history and the first Republican elected to the Attorney General's office since 1948. Daniel, welcome to the program. How are you? I'm doing well, Glenn. Thank you so much for having me on this morning. Thank you for everything that you're doing. You're one of these attorney generals that are taking ESG very seriously. Um, And you say that stakeholder capitalism, environmental, social and governance investment practices actually violate the laws of Kentucky, right? Yeah, I mean, Glenn, that's that's right. It is inconsistent with state law. And honestly, I I think if you look at our law or if you even look at some of uh, the the, uh, language in ERISA itself, uh, the requirement of investors regarding uh, pension systems uh, here in the Commonwealth indicate that the way that the investments are supposed to work is that they are solely to bring and, and, and bring money for uh, the b- beneficiary. And right. so that is the sole mission and purpose of an investment. Uh, and so when you see things like ESG that um, are ancillary interests and could have a uh, consequential negative impact on the investments of teachers, uh, firefighters, law enforcement, other state public employees, that's something that as AG of Kentucky, I'm going to stand up against and and uh, uh, make sure that folks here in the Commonwealth know that we're going to be watching this very closely uh, to ensure that the investment practices are done in a way that is solely for the benefit of the beneficiary as opposed to some of these ancillary interests related to ESG. If I'm not mistaken, a uh, study just came out last week or the week before that showed that the ESG funds, many of them, are performing under the market. Um, And uh, one of the uh, big, uh, may have been BlackRock, I'm not sure which one, uh, but one of the big uh, funds came out and said, yeah, well, I mean, for a while you are going to make Uh, less money, fewer returns on your investment. But in the long run, it's the right thing to do and it'll pay off. That's not, you can't do that. Glenn, you, you, I mean, you're exactly right. You think about uh, the folks sitting at their dinner table who have worked in here in Kentucky, at least in, in state government or have uh, served as teachers or firefighters or law enforcement, you know, they don't want to hear that they're, in their uh, investments, their pensions might take a hit because somebody in New York at some uh, asset management firm uh, wants to uh, figure out a way to include ESG in their uh, 
financial strategy. That just is not something that's going to sit well with folks here in Kentucky. And I dare say, not going to sit well with a lot of your listeners. They want sound financial uh, investments that are based on the sole responsibility of looking out for the beneficiary rather than environmental, social, and governance uh, type uh, strategies uh, that, again, are not specific to uh, making money for the beneficiary. And it's, you know, another problem with this is, is people don't understand it's because of ESG. We are having these gasoline prices. We're having the fuel shortages because the ESG investors uh, are yeah. taking our state funds. You know, every union that has the, the funds, the pension funds, that all is going into investment. Most of it is going to places like BlackRock, and they won't invest in coal or uh, mm-hmm. petrochemicals. Well, mm-hmm. you know, they're, when you run out of money, you run out of gas and fuel. Yeah, that's, that's right. I mean, I've, I've talked to a lot of, um, you know, fossil fuels, uh, natural gas and uh, coal companies that say that on the open market, it's hard for them to find financing. Right. Uh, and it's because the these um, index funds or these asset managers are using other people's money. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. They are they're not using their own money. They're using other people's money. They're using retirees money. They're using folks that have been working in state government and state systems. Again, teachers, law enforcement, they're using their money to make these decisions. And, uh, you know, your listeners and folks here at home don't necessarily know this. And so one of the reasons we wanted to issue this opinion uh, and we were asked to issue this opinion is to put a spotlight on it so that, and look, this is whether it's in this context or other contexts, the more information people have, the better decisions and informed decisions they can make in terms of where their money is going, how it's being spent. You're seeing this in so many different contexts and so many different industries. And that's why I'm obviously honored to be on with you this morning to talk about this, because I think uh, as patriots, as men and women who get up and work every day and and want to see a better future for themselves and their children, they don't want their money going to some of these um, uh, ideas or strategies that are not aligned with their own values. And so that's also another reason that we decided to issue this opinion. You stated in this opinion, investment management firms have publicly committed to coordinating joint action for ESG purposes, such as reducing climate change. For example, the steering committee at the Glasgow Alliance for Net Zero states these, quote, the systematic change needed to alter the planet's climate trajectory can only happen if the entire financial system makes ambitious commitments and operationalizes those commitments with near-term action. Nobody voted for this. <laughs> and, and Glenn, it's to your point earlier, right? Uh, as, as, as domestic uh, production of gas and oil goes down, our prices at the pump are going up. And so the challenge that we are seeing is that this is hurting uh, the pocketbooks of the working men and women of this country. Uh, and again, we, as, as you all often talk about, have got to stand up and be willing to push back against these notions that are out of line with uh, the majority of the values of the men, women, children across America. Okay, so what are you doing as attorney general? You, you say you were asked to uh, release this. Who asked you to do that? So uh, our state treasurer, uh, Allison Ball, uh, 
asked us because she had uh, concerns as well about good for her is our yes absolutely how is our process here in kentucky are we to be um uh, single-minded in in making sure that the beneficiaries uh that their money or the money that they put into the system uh that the investments themselves mirror or uh, make sure that uh those dollars can be maximized as opposed to taking some sort of hit because of these ESG goals. Uh, so she asked us uh, to look into this. Obviously, uh, as it relates to any single investment, that's a fact-intensive inquiry. So if we are you know, asked to conduct any sort of investigation, we'd have to uh, uh, you know, take a, a fine-tooth comb, if you will, and look through that analysis. But we wanted to put a marker down. We wanted to put a flag in the sand to say this cannot be a process uh, that is jeopardized in Kentucky when it comes to making money for our beneficiaries. That process cannot be jeopardized by these ESG approaches. So the the three biggest uh, you know firms that are involved have, I mean, trillions of dollars. They most likely have some Kentucky money in it. Um, are you going uh, after those? Are you taking those out or looking? Is she looking at individual firms that are ESG based? Yeah. So we wanted to empower uh, our our pension boards, if you will, our trustees to have this information uh, so that they can make wise decisions moving forward on what our investments look like and to uh, scrutinize those closely uh, and report back to us if there's anything that we need to be undertaking in terms of investigating uh, any of the actions of the asset managers. Real quick, could you just talk to other attorney generals in other states that may not be pursuing something like this and to the American people on how important this is, how dangerous this is? Well, I'll say to uh, my colleagues um, and other uh, attorney general across uh, the country, uh, this is a big issue. This is important uh, to the pocketbooks of the working men and women. Look, I'm a part of a party, the Republican Party, that believes in uh, standing up for the values of the working men and women and the working class folks all across this country. And I know a lot of my colleagues believe in that. This is a way to do it, to stand up to these ESG practices that have uh, invaded a lot of the investment strategies uh, across uh, our, our financial markets. What I'll say to, to hear to your listeners and folks back home is pay attention to this stuff, whether it's um, in the financial context or uh, in uh, Hollywood or entertainment more broadly, we've got to be careful about where our dollars are going and what they are funding. Uh, so this is a, again, these ESG practices are, are things that uh, are an investment strategy that is using your money. Let's be clear on that. It's not using uh, the, uh, the leaders of these investment funds. It's your money that's being used uh, to finance and fund these uh, ESG strategies. And again, I know that's not aligned with or in alignment with a lot of the values of the folks across our country. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being um, attentive to this and being a leader out front. Uh, His name is Daniel Cameron. He is the Kentucky Attorney General. Daniel, thank you so much. God bless. God bless you, Glenn. Thanks. Um, Tonight on television... I am doing one of those shows that 
Um, we were just banned on one social media last week because I uh, played a clip from a show where we were talking about Hunter Biden's laptop. And I can guarantee you that everything that I said had been vetted and is true. Every word was true. It was banned. Uh, that that video was banned uh, from. I, I don't remember which one, um, but they did it because they marked it hate speech. So now talking about Hunter Biden's laptop is hate speech. No. It's facts regarding a criminal case. That's that's what that is. Tonight, you'll get about half of what we have on YouTube. If you watch The Blaze for free on YouTube, you can still watch it, but you'll only get about half of this tonight because dangerous words are going to be used. Uh, so you, if you want the whole thing, Make sure you are uh, watching at 9 p.m. But tonight we talk about the food shortages, baby food shortages, out of control inflation, the undersupply of labor, housing, commodities, energy crisis. What is coming is a crisis. But that's what the left loves. Plans were set into motion within our own government during the final days of the Trump administration. And outside activists have coordinated directly with the Biden team. And they have plotted ways to fundamentally transform this country without congressional approval, without your knowledge. And Biden has been following that plan. Most haven't noticed most will never notice. Government agencies are set. Global, global governments just made plans with the help of the Biden administration itself last week to help pull this emergency crisis rush to help plan that they have. Tonight, we will tell you all about it and you need to know it. Because you need to know what is coming. Uh, that way you won't panic when it happens. And you won't run into the arms that have created the problems. Don't miss tonight's special. Tonight, 9 p.m. Famine and blackouts. How Biden-made disasters will cripple America. That's tonight at 9 p.m. If you'd like to join the Blaze, please just go to blazetv.com slash Glenn and use the promo code Biden in Bidenflation for $20 off of your subscription. 20% off now. Bidenflation is uh, the promo code at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Do it now. Join us. Become a part of our family. Mark wrote in about his experience with Release Factor. He says, uh, I've worked in construction for over 30 years. I deal with back, knee, and hip problems. But Relief Factor, this stuff is great. My pain now is very low, and I can keep up with all the young guys now. Th thank you. Thumbs up, Relief Factor. Mark, thank you for writing in. I'm glad that Relief Factor has worked for you and so many others that have written in and I've met in the streets and everything else that are walking around and they're out of pain or darn near out of pain doing things they never thought they would be able to do again because of an accident or life three week quick start. Try it now. It's a dollar a day. 
1995. It's a trial pack. And hundreds of thousands of people have ordered this trial pack, and about 70% of them order more month after month after month. That says a ton. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800-4-RELIEF. 800, the number 4, RELIEF. We need you on deck and in the game. Get out of pain. ReliefFactor.com. Call 800, the number 4, RELIEF. ReliefFactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. All right, America. First of all, I want to thank you so much for listening to this program and the podcasts and everything else. We've seen such amazing growth uh, in the last, uh, I don't know, 18 months or so. It's been remarkable. And uh, we thank you for that. Thank you. Um, We'd like to ask you for your help on something. If you listen to the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, would you... Uh, rate and review our podcast. That is the way people discuss the algorithms. If there's lots of ratings and reviews, the algorithms, you know, are like, oh, somebody, everybody's watching this and they're very excited about it. We have to share it. So what I'd like to do is I'm going to, if you leave us five-star rating and leave a review, I'm going to read the best reviews on the air. And now, now I'm not looking like it's great or some bullcrap that you would put on Stu's, you know, podcast. Uh, wow. I want. I don't know why. I don't know why I had to be vilified in this. Situation. I want listening to this podcast made me realize I have superpowers mm. and I've been using my x-ray vision ever since because the algorithm doesn't read them. Um, so I want I want reviews that are. You know, epic, epic. And I'll write, I'll read the best ones on the air. So uh, go to wherever you get your podcast and rate and review. Uh, so the algorithm will help share this to like minded people who, for some strange reason, just don't know about our podcast. Am I Those right? Those are bad people, communists. Well, they could be good people once they realize this show gives you superpowers. Yeah. The only way to prove that you're not in ISIS is to leave a review about your superpowers. I don't want to say that's true, but I don't want to say it's not true either. That's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Back in uh, just a minute. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now, if you had a way to boost your savings and transform your financial life at the same time, you'd do it, right? Well, you can by paying down the high interest debt that you have. If you're a homeowner, it can give you uh, a lot of money. All you have to do is use the equity that you've already earned in your house. It takes as little as 10 minutes 10 minutes to get you started on a new financial future. Uh, you're going to be working with um, uh, salary-based mortgage consultants. They don't work for the bank. They work for you, and they will find the custom loan around your needs. And you could save up to $1,000 a month. Think about how much money that would uh, save you and how much money that would uh, be. for. A, that's a, that's $12,000 a year. What could you do with that money? Please. 
No pressure, no obligation. Just find out how they can help you at AmericanFinancing.net. AmericanFinancing.net. 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get on uh, su- your subscription to Blaze TV. Use the promo code BIDENFLATION for 20 bucks off. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the Glenn Beck program. There is a new addition to our international pandemic regulations that come from the WHO. They were um, uh, they were meeting last week in Davos, and I wanted to bring somebody on who has really been following this. Daniel Horowitz. He's a Blaze podcast host. Uh, conservative review and senior editor for theblaze.com. Daniel, how are you, sir? We are doing all right, even in this perilous time. Yeah, boy. Um, I- I'll tell you, I'm doing a show tonight, Daniel, on all of the things that are happening. And I don't even think we touch, we might touch on the WHO um, and what they're doing, uh, but that's not our main focus. The Everything is being lined up for an emergency. And when that emergency is announced, you got nothing. There's no freedom anywhere. Uh, can can you uh, talk to us about the WHO and what they did with their new health policy? Sure. There's actually a lot of positive news and uncanny news as well, in which the East and the West have been mixed up in our lifetime. So essentially, to go over this, the Biden administration submitted 13 amendments to this international health regulations that taken together would serve to cancel out all of the requirements to consult with the host country before declaring a public health emergency in that region. Uh, uh, hang on just a second. To- that wouldn't be, that's when you say the authority, that's, they don't, the WHO would not have to talk to our president or Canada's prime minister or anybody else if they wanted to declare a health emergency in the United States or Canada. We, that, exactly. That's crazy. You see that crossed out in the language of the existing Correct. Uh, international health regulations by the Biden administration. If you remember, they did it quietly, no press release, no press conference. It was discovered uh, three months later. Uh, but we had the most unusual results. Most of my lifetime, I'm used to criticizing the U.N., and similar organizations because of tin pot third world dictators. And we're like, man, you know, this is run by the third world. We need to pull out of it. But here's what's happening now. We have become the communists. So it's the United States, Canada, and Australia really pushed it. All of the countries we would consider as the Western democratic nations pushed for it. But they were ultimately scuttled. Why? Because... 47 African nations led by Botswana, along with India, Brazil, and Russia, said, hey, we don't want a part of this. We're concerned about this. We're concerned about the rush timeline of this. So it was ultimately voted down because of the third world countries. But it was emphatically pushed by the Western countries. That is incredible. Just incredible. So how is the West going to get it done Anyway, <laughs> you know, they, they, it's weird. They, they just don't take no for an answer. They just find another way to do it. 
I think what we've learned from the last two years is we're not governed by the rule of law. We're governed by the rule of political will. And whoever wields it and controls it wins. Uh, unfortunately, that's where we are. So it's not a matter of a formal treaty or even some sort of international uh, regulation. It's funny, the fact checkers were all over us saying, well, the WHO can't force you to do anything. Well, yeah, that's why I was saying states need to preemptively just say we're not doing it. Uh, but, the, but the reason why I drew attention to this is because it demonstrated the intent of the Biden administration. I'm more concerned about them yes. than the WHO. So, but the but you that, you were hit yep. by factcheck.org. Uh, the WHO has no authority to dictate U.S. health policy, um, and in fact, uh, because you're the um, uh, the editor in chief of the uh, Blaze, you were uh, you were hit. The Blaze was hit by Facebook when they. When they said, no, this is not true because Psycheck Digest says it's not true. <laughs> Do you? It, it's kind of like the Amelia Bedelia books I read to my kids. Right. So, and they do this on purpose. They take this hyper literalist approach when you raise a political concern. Hey, why is the Biden administration uh, truncating all the timelines for approval as well as uh, vitiating? any requirement to consult with the host nation in order to declare a public health emergency. And they're like, well, WHO can't do anything to you anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, that's why we're saying we need to stand up to that. Uh, but, but the broader point is that it demonstrates that the Biden administration is not done with this. They're not done with COVID. It's not like they're moving on to gun control or other things. I mean, they might be doing that as well, but they see this as a permanent great reset. And they want to codify this permanently. So whether it's in a WHO regulation or not, this is what they plan to do domestically. And certainly when you start hearing about monkeypox and the next thing and the pediatric hepatitis uh, pandemic they're talking about, you definitely know that lockdowns, masks, forced therapeutics, they're not done with that. Yeah, in fact, one of the articles I was reading um, earlier this morning as I prepared for this uh, interview was uh, the fact that th the defenders of this are saying this is not, you know, th this is uh, not some crazy idea. Let me let me read part of it. Global pandemic response had re relatively little coordination, little unity. In fact, it was more like 1983 and 2009's TV miniseries V, where politicians, personalities, social media accounts and others seemed like they were actually trying to help the enemy. In this case, the uh, COVID-19 that allowed the virus to kill over 6.27 million people and counting. That's why the World Health Organization is discussing the global pandemic treaty at the upcoming 75th World Health Assembly. Uh, yet some celebrities, a bunch of social media accounts have been trying to guess what? Argue against such a treaty. Yeah. Having no global agreement in place before the next pandemic is going to work out well. Right. So it goes into how how screwed up the response was and if the who would have just had authority to make sure everybody was doing the same thing and the right thing how many lives could have been saved but we know the who was incompetent itself well what, what's remarkable about all of this is that they never take ownership for the results of their incumbency we were not in control, I can tell you that much. We yelped about it for two years, but no one listened to us. 
Uh, you had some isolated areas that over time moved away from these policies. But for the most part, whether it was formally coordinated or not, which it's hard to tell, uh, nearly every corner of the world coalesced around closing schools, around masking, around mass vaccination, around denying treatment. It's funny, like you look at the denial of the hydroxy and ivermectin in America. I mean, that occurred in almost every corner of the world. So they got what they wanted. And yet we have six times more cases now, even though it's kind of off season in the summer, uh, than we did this time in, in late May, early June of 2021, even though all the vulnerable people have at least three, if not four shots, and it keeps going and going and going, they never take ownership for their policies. They act as if no one's vaccinated, as if we didn't try all these things, and if, as if somehow we were in power, we had zero control over that. So, in fact, they actually did this. I think what they're saying is that they want more like the Shanghai type of response yes. next time. And that's what they're working on. So because they say that another pandemic is right around the corner. It used to be a hundred year pandemic. Now it's another one is right around the corner. And we have to have all of these uh, uh, all of these things to be able to control. Daniel, do you think that this is why the Biden administration is back in court trying to force people on airplanes to wear masks again? There's no question. I think people think that the masks have been repudiated. Um, and they have been with the scientific literature. Uh, we're actually seeing evidence of negative correlation with outcomes, <clears throat> certainly, uh, obviously, carbon dioxide problems and many other language development problems with children are unbelievable. The U.K. Right. Health Department, uh, Education Department is op- openly talking about that. But it hasn't been repudiated politically. And I'm seeing even places like Lincoln, Nebraska school districts bringing it back. Uh, some places never got rid of it. Uh, you still have disabled people that have to wear it when they go to their numerous uh, health, uh, medical appointments. So this is not even over with yet. They absolutely want to continue it. And I think it's funny when you look at um, Justin Trudeau, he announced uh-huh. his new gun control measure this, this week. They were all standing around wearing masks while announcing that. I think it's a very powerful tool of control and submission they absolutely do not want to let go. And there's very few states so far that have banned them. A few of them have. New Hampshire legislature did, but the Rhino governor just vetoed it. I mean, we have our work cut out for us. I think too many of us are moving on to the next issue because unfortunately there are so many issues, but this is not done yet. The senior editor for the blaze.com and host of the conservative review podcast, Daniel Horowitz. Daniel, thank you as always. Um, You know, he wrote about this and he wrote about it accurately. The one thing about Daniel is he is uh, he pays a lot of attention to the details and make sure that he gets it exactly right. Um, And this has hurt. Our Facebook pages, our social media, because they said that he was was lying. He's not lying. That is what he wrote is absolutely true. Now, they say we're not going to lose our sovereignty. But uh, really? You, you can't speak about things. Isn't that a loss of personal sovereignty, a loss of freedom of speech? Don't listen to these people anymore. <clears throat> they are dangerous. 
And they're going to become more dangerous as we get closer and closer to the next real emergency. And that emergency is going to be fuel, any kind of energy, and food. And it will be here by the fall. Make sure you're prepared. Tonight, I'm going to show you on my uh, Wednesday night uh, TV show the disasters that are coming. And they are Biden-made disasters. And how they will cripple us and what the administration in the bureaucracy is already laying the foundation for. Because they're not only just creating it, they have a solution for those problems. And I don't think you're going to like them. And you didn't vote for any of them. Tonight, famine and blackouts, 9 p.m. You don't want to miss it only on Blaze TV. If you're, by the way, you're not a, um, a member of Blaze TV, go to blazetv.com slash, is it Glenn or Beck? I think either would work, uh, probably. Glenn, right? Yeah. Yeah, blazetv.com uh, slash Glenn, and use the promo code Bidenflation, Bidenflation, and you'll save 20%. Instead of, you know, losing 20% of your money... <laughs> You gain 20%. And if you don't spend it, it's just going to evaporate to nothing. So yeah. you might as well subscribe <laughs> yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, you're going to lose 20%. Yeah. This way you gain 20%. So you might as well might as well do it. It's uh, Bidenflation uh, and blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right. Our sponsor is LifeLock. Wouldn't it be a nice place if people would just leave other people alone and not try to steal stuff? You know, it'd be so, I don't know why it is so hard. People make life so hard. Am I right, Stu? That's why surely you must know, you know, a few people that deserve to be killed. <laughs> I remember that video. It was, uh, it was, it was unsettling. <laughs> yeah, George mm -hmm. Bernard Shaw. But mm -hmm. he's respected in love, so I'll get in trouble for saying that. But he, of course, is beloved. Anyway, um, people need to keep their stuff you need to keep your stuff and one of the things the only thing really that you own is your word your integrity and your name well that's what cyber criminals are after all of that your integrity your name uh and they get it through your name your address your social security numbers your passwords and they're all floating around in the ether someplace online and there are places that gather all of them and match them. And then people like cyber criminals can just buy them and then drain everything from you. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But LifeLock is there to stand guard and blow the whistle. If something's happened, they'll blow the whistle. They'll stop what hasn't happened yet, hopefully, and blow the whistle if they miss it. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head over to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BACK for 25% off. It's lifelock.com. This is the Glenn Back Program. Well, we've got a, a couple of things coming up uh, next hour. We have uh, Joe Biden on handguns. He doesn't support a ban on all handguns, 
I mean, you get one of those old-timey, you know, cowboy guns. He's fine with that. Although, who really needs six bullets? Seriously. Well, we know Canada has limited all uh, all guns to only having five bullets. Okay, so, so that gets rid of the six-shooter, yes, too. Yes, that's too much. Wow, that's you too much. You never need that many no, bullets, Glenn. No, mm-hmm. One, really. So when you're in, you know, the state-run prison, you can kill yourself. Really. That's, <laughs> that's the, the only, only gun need. you need. Yeah, it's the only gun you need. Uh, and... Um, we have somebody famous from the sports world that, you know, I know. Have you ever heard of this? Have I ever? Have you ever? What? Yes, of course I've heard of. You You really? Yes. Have you? you you've heard of uh, Jonathan Isaac. Yes, very much so, yes. I know you don't know anything about sports. But you know about Jonathan Isaac from his, uh-huh. his what he's going to be here to talk about today, uh-huh. his new book, which is talking about why he stood up against the mob over and over again. Yeah, no, I I love him detriment. for that, but yes. I I mean, you know, is he really in the NBA? Is he yes. a good player? Oh yeah, he's legit. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's All a right. he's a really good player and uh, I know you don't know literally anything about sports. No, nothing. Nothing. But NBA, uh, yes. that's the one with the little white ball that uh, no? No. Well, that's Definitely uh, not. that's hockey. Yeah, anyway. Yeah, that's Jonathan, you're right. That's hockey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Isaac is uh well, it is a See, little white ball, okay? Because I don't use black pucks because I'm not racist. I'm not having a bunch of white <laughs> Russians skate around, you know, hitting something black and make it slam into a wall. No, sir. No, not me. That's you, racist. <laughs> this is the Glenn Back Program.